All right, I want you to imagine something with me. You're getting ready to start your day and you've got your coffee in hand. You're excited because it's a blue sky outside. The birds are chirping. You're just ready for to really get stuff done. It's maybe after a long restful weekend and you're about to really get some stuff done in your day, move some projects forward, make progress, and you're excited. Unfortunately, not that you knew this, but maybe you should because it happens every day. There's someone or more, more uh, accurately something that is lurking, maybe under your table, maybe he's watching from behind your curtains or around the corner, but he's watching and he's waiting for the opportune moment. So you sit down, you've got your coffee, you open up your computer and or boot it up and you're excited. Today is the day. You are going to make progress. You're excited to get some stuff done, but then he attacks. This seven foot tall, hairy beast, man looking beast attacks out of nowhere. And what do you do? You are about to get everything done for the day, go and conquer. And instead of fighting back, instead of pushing him out the door and locking it behind him, you snuggle with him. You cuddle up next to him. He hasn't brushed his teeth in a really long time. He's a wild animal. You can't trust him. And yet you're snuggling there, just giving him snacks and letting him sit on your lap as you try to get your work done. The only problem is that he is incessant for attention and your focus. He just won't let you work. So you try both, you're trying to get stuff done, but it doesn't really happen. And you're letting, you're trying to give him attention and make sure that he feels cared for. But in the end, <clears throat> you get through most of your day, stressed, exhausted, and really just disappointed because if you got anything done, it wasn't nearly what you thought it would be or were excited to be. How often does this play out for us every single day? Um, this Sasquatch creature, or as I like to call him, Task Squasher, Task, task Squash, is uh, ready to strike and incessant for it, uh, our attention, our focus, and our energy. What is Task Watch? Task Watch is your, no your distractions throughout the day, most notably your notifications on your computer, especially if you work from home. Your email ribbons that slide over in front of everything you're trying to do, clearly fine for your attention. What about all those flashing orange apps at the bottom of your screen or the red badges flashing at you? Clearly those things belong on top of an emergency vehicle and not your computer all day long. One woman I sat next to on a plane recently put it this way. It was Sunday and she was finally getting to the tasks that were due on Friday. How was she able to get to them? Because she was 40,000 feet above the earth where nobody could get to her. No notifications, no texts, emails, or chat. Nobody could get to her, so she was finally getting to the things that she wanted to do. But this is more about just getting your tasks done, am I right? Because what are we all looking for? We're looking for uh, that sense of done, not having stress, unnecessary stress throughout the day, and having energy energy to do the things we care about and to care for the people we care about and love. It's really about our lives. Instead of the biggest thing on our schedule each week, 
just being a drag and stressful and chaotic, we can take control. We need to take this seriously and we need to not snuggle up next to our task watch and our notifications and try to please both because you can't. You have to pick sides, you have to choose. So in this episode, I'm going to help you understand just how much of your life you're losing from notifications and distractions. And I'm going to give you a three-step process uh, for how to, what to do with notifications and how to take control of your life. All right, welcome to the Time Smith Podcast. I'm excited that you are here and it's the beginning of 2023. So hopefully you are starting to take control of your life again. And the thing that we're all wanting and I mean, it's a huge part of our life. What do we get done? What do we accomplish in our lives? What do we get done each day? And how do we do that with tons of stress and chaos? Or do we want to take control and make it happen for us? So that's why you're here. That's why I'm here. And I'm excited. So before we get started, I just want to mention a free gift I have for you. It's a two-page guide for my power routine. It's going to help you uh, use a daily routine to get through the things that are most important to you to get clear. It's a helpful guide. I basically boiled down everything that I teach into two pages and made it available to you for free. All right. So did you know that uh, every single distraction research so shows costs us 23 and a half minutes of our time? So if you add that up, obviously that's probably for most of us more than 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We are constantly distracted and we can't get to our things. Um, another th interesting piece of research showed that after 20 minutes of distracted work, you might go faster, but your stress like exponentially increases after 20 minutes of interrupted work. We've all felt this. How long does it take before we feel stressed and overwhelmed? If you're honest with yourself, it might even just be less 20 minutes or less just starting your day out because you wanted to get to these things, but all these interruptions and distractions are coming to you. So what do we do about all of this? Do we just push harder, push harder, push harder? I don't think we have to. So stress drains our energy instead of building it. So think about a good workout. If you, do a good workout, which I've just finally started working out. You have this awesome feeling at the end. Yeah, you've used some of that energy from your body to uh, to work out, but after the fact, you feel like this runner's high or this excitement and this uh, sharpness about you, and you actually gain energy back because mitochondria produces more than you need, and then you have extra energy, and it's awesome. Um, but that's the idea. A good work day should build you up so that at the end of it, you feel great. You don't feel like the stress that just tears us down. And by the end, we're just broken and overwhelmed. And there really is a better way. So listen, and I'm going to tell you more. You should have that every day. And the idea is here, you cannot play nice with TaskWatch. You cannot play nice with your notifications. You can't appease him. You have to you have to fight him out of your room. You have to fight him out of your house and you have to lock the door behind you. I was telling my kids about Taskwatch yesterday and I was like telling them the story about how I'm sitting down for coffee and all of a sudden Taskwatch comes and attacks and they're like, dad, just go inside, drink your coffee inside. Why would you go outside and drink your coffee where Taskwatch is lurking? It's similar. Why do we, why don't we put up walls? Why don't we lock him out? 
Um, we have to fight. We have to get him out. Okay, so the second part of all of this is that this is true with, you know, owning pets, with parenting, with life, um, with all distractions. It's harder to say no than it is yes, right? So uh, think about this. Why do people, <laughs> some people I know, let their pets sleep every night in between them and their spouse? Okay, you might, I mean, that's just because they didn't say no to their dog after a little bit, they got up on the bed and then they got in closer and then they're just pushing their, them off their own bed. And they do it every night and they kind of like laugh about it. But, or like <clears throat> a lot of us, I mean, disciplining our kids is like this. It's when you discipline in love, it's really hard, but it helps them to grow and to be free. A lot of us, we call it the hustle and we call it the grind. And we give, we say, oh, we're so busy. Oh, we just work, work, work. And it's just self-sacrifice and such a hard worker. And I'm here to tell you that you could be doing more in two hours a day of control and getting back to people in a way that gives them results that they're looking for anyways, instead of just this chaos of chasing everything that everybody else is sending you all day long. All right, so here's the good news. It's not hopeless. If you think about what do you want, what is your future that you want that you don't have now? And you can have contentment in the midst of that. Contentment doesn't mean you don't have goals. It just means that those goals don't steal your joy from what you already have. So be thankful for what you already have, but what goals and projects do you have that you want to accomplish? What, what vision of your life do you see that you don't have now? Is it worth kicking Taskwatch out of your room? Off, off your computer. If it is, if you decide that, then the rest of this, I, I don't even need to tell you because if you decide that, you will find a way. I'm happy to tell you exactly what I did, but the decision is the most important part. That's why I've taken so much time on this. All right, real quick before I get to my steps, why do we get back to notifications right away? Imposter syndrome, sure. If that resonates with you, Google it and journal through that, get imposter syndrome out of you. Uh, maybe we wanna look like we're hard workers and we think people won't, if we don't get back to notifications right away, people won't think that we're working hard. But the real reason is we assume that people want a quick response. But the reality is people just don't have systems for getting, for, <clears throat> keeping track of the things they think about. So instead, they just send you uh, things as they think about it. And email and chat is just the easiest way to do that. Do an experiment if you don't believe me. Next time when people email you or chat you, just ask how what the time frame is that they need a response by. Just say you want to get <clears throat> look into it and have a better answer to them soon. What's the time frame that you, they like? More often than not, it's definitely not gonna be right away. Even if it's at the end of the day or end of the week or just when you get to it, it's probably the most common one. Because other people actually value your time more than you do. Just let that sink in. An example of this is my good friend who uh, owns an accounting firm and he purposely doesn't get back to chat and email because he wants to set an example for his 
uh, team that they should not be just answering email and chat right away. So he doesn't do it. And then they don't feel like they have to either. Uh, I talked, I'll tell you my steps that I took. And when I took them, my uh, boss and an executive told me, oh yeah, I don't, I don't expect a response within 24 hours anyways. And that blew my breakers because I, I mean, the culture at my company is 95% of people basically chat you back right away, all the day, anytime. So I was very surprised when the people that also chat me back right away um, are not expecting me to chat them. So I think we just assume that people want quick responses when what they want in reality is just results. Are you ready for the steps to take? The practical steps, here we go. Decide. I'm intentionally pausing here and you should probably pause this video too because if you just want to baby everybody, make sure that they have just the right notifications back and get back to everybody all day long, then I'm not going to be able to help you. No three-step process is going to help you. If you're ready, if you've decided that this is what you want, then you can continue. But until then, I suggest you at least pause this and make a decision. Maybe write it down. All right. So you're back because you have decided that you want this. You've decided to slay tasks, task watch, or if you're more humane, at least put him outside and lock the door. So here are the steps. Chat and email are not immediate responses. They are 24 hour response time. I do not care what your culture is like at your company. That is just the reality because our chat and email is gummed up with too many, um, too many non-emergencies for it to also be the emergency channel. There's just no way to mix them. You could, you can figure this out with some system, you know, maybe use urgent only on chats if that's what you want or um, have a ticketing system instead where they can select urgent or something and then that can notify you. But everything else is 24 hours. And I actually just recommend for most people can think through the emergencies, but you do need an emergency line, a lot of us at least, because um, otherwise we have that in the back of our head, like what if I'm needed right now? Like I wouldn't know about it. So you need an emergency route, but the, the communication channel for that should not be email and chat because those have non-emergency stuff all the time. And that might even be new information for you that chat is not an emergency line. It's not, it's just communication and it's the easiest way to do it. It's not emergencies. What you should do for emergencies is your cell phone and just give your number and I'll talk about it in a second, but your cell phone, someone calling your cell phone, that is, that is the emergency and only for, you only give that out to the right people. So that's step number one. Tell your boss that you've listened to some time management stuff and you think that you would get more done and be less stressed if you were able to just step back from the notifications that were constantly on your screen and get your tasks done and then check stuff. They are going to love that. They are for you doing it. If your boss is worth his salt, he'll tell you, awesome, keep doing it. And he'll fight for you if any issues come up 
or she'll fight for you if any issues come up interdepartmentally or customer wise. That's what they're for is to protect us, to border us up, to give us walls around us so that we can do our work. Our, the individual contributor can do their work. So they're going to love it. And then you give them your number and you say, call me if you need anything. Plead with them. Say, please, please, please call me. Do not hesitate to call me if you need me immediately. That's going to put you at ease. That's going to put them at ease and everything's going to be good from there. That's step one. And step two, give your boss your cell phone number is step two. Step three is to turn off, is just to turn off your notifications. So it's that simple. Google it, figure it out. I had to literally mute every single chat in my teams because no matter what I did, closing out of teams, nothing works initially. I think it might be better now, <clears throat> but it would still blink and pop up and all this stuff unless I muted every single channel, <clears throat> every single chat, excuse me. So do whatever you have to, there should be zero badges. There should be like notification, little red dots on your apps. There should be zero slide over emails. Is that the default for outlook? I mean, somebody at outlook needs to figure out that like, they are not that important. They are just a messaging system. They don't need to come and tell you and sh like slide over every like time there's a single, every single email and tell you that there's a new one. They're not that important. Get off of the, get off of my screen. Do not have slide over email notifications. Do not let orange like close out of stuff when you're not in it so that there's not orange blinking lights and things on your screen. You don't need to see any of that because you have a number of people can reach you at and you've given it to the people that would need you in an emergency, i.e. your boss or other people. Most like in my situation, people are going to reach out to my boss if they need me so he can get to me by my phone. So turn off everything, mute everything. Do not like have no mercy. Okay. <clears throat> I'll tell you that I work. I'm like responsible for enterprise customers at a SaaS company and emergencies are not uncommon. You could even say they are common, but I've never had to have anybody call me. I've never had an emergency I've missed. I've always gotten back. Part of me thinks that it's just divine help, but other part is it's just logical. People don't need you like you think they do. One kind of specific tip that I would want to give you um, that has helped me a lot because I found myself during my task time when I didn't want to be distracted, I still found that I needed to go to Outlook to reference past emails or my calendar. And when I open Outlook, it defaults to going to my inbox and showing me that. And so I would get distracted and I would read my emails and feel like I had to get back to them or um, just start thinking about those instead. So I always keep Outlook open now, but I keep it in calendar mode so that when I'm doing my tasks, sometimes I reference uh, my calendar and that then I don't even need to see my inbox. And other times when I do have to reference past emails, I just, I still go to my inbox and do a search. But for some reason, having already been in Outlook and like focusing on the search bar quick 
for some reason I just don't get distracted by new emails. So there's a tip for you. Um, keep your email client open, but just in calendar mode if it's all one app. All right, once you turn off notifications, give yourself an hour or so before you check them. Just do it and get through a whole task. Get through a whole task on your list. Don't check any email, don't check notifications, don't check chat. This is where the daily power routine, the daily routine comes in place because <clears throat> you might actually want distractions while you're trying to get a task done because you're overwhelmed. So use my daily routine. That gives you the momentum and energy you need to get your task done. But wait until you're done with the task, then check. Ideally, once you realize that you don't need to be checking this stuff as much and you're getting so much time back already, you'll, you can de decrease it. Ideally, you get through all your email and chat, get that stuff to zero, all read every morning, and then you check it just two, maybe two more times throughout the day to just make sure that there's nothing urgent. That's all you need to do. That's the ideal. All right, a note for you social media watchers, turn off notifications for that too and reward yourself. Get through a task and go check social media. So that's all. You know now how to take down your tasks. You need an emergency line. You need to give that to the people you need, which is your phone, phone number. It can be your personal phone number. And then you need to turn off all your notifications. Turn off everything. You will get back to it. I do want you to not be overwhelmed by your email and all that stuff now that you realize that you're kind of on the hook to get back to it and not just be distracted by it and then do nothing with it and kind of let it go and fall through the cracks. So once you do turn off notifications, you're going to want to learn how to get through your email and chat quickly, which I'm going to go over next week in my podcast. So stay tuned to that and subscribe for that uh, so you don't miss it. And after you get be, or after you're able to get through your email and chat really quickly and you're not distracted by notifications all day long, you will have so much free time you won't even know what to do with it. So then I'll teach you after that what to do with your free time and how to get things done and how to create a daily routine that makes it all poss possible and uses your, your momentum and energy in the day to get more done in two hours than you used to in eight. So stay tuned and subscribe for all of that. If you do want that a jump start to all of these things, uh, download my free guide, uh, the free power routine guide that's going to help you. It's going to give you a preview. It's going to give you a checklist for all of how to get through your email and chat quickly. It's going to give you the power routine that you can start to familiarize yourself with. And uh, part of how to process email and chat is you need a couple lists. So I show you what those are and describe them in more detail. So it's everything that I teach boiled down into two pages. And I think it's going to be really helpful for you. All right, that is the end for the podcast. Task watch is real, okay? Do not snuggle with him. You've got to kick him out. You've got to take control. Do not let notifications run your day. You, you need to like put on your adult pants and make this happen. So my challenge to you, turn off all notifications, Give your boss your cell phone number. And those are the only two. So there you go. Oh, the free guide is at timesmith.work forward slash guide. And that's all. Thank you guys for checking it out. And let's 
take on TaskWatch together because I'm convinced that he's costing our economy like billions, if not trillions of dollars, because a lot of us are just distra distracted by chaos all day long and hustling, hustling, pushing, pushing, when you could get way more done in less time if you just stopped, looked around and figured out how to get TaskWatch out of your life once and for all. All right, that's it. I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening.